0: Star Trek, The Nerdy Frontier. These are the discussions of the Good Times Society. Their continuing mission, to explore each episode. To seek out new topics and ridiculous observations. To boldly watch what they've already watched before.
1: Data died! Oh No! no. Yeah, he's dead. This is the last episode. That what are you we get talking about? Data. He blew up in a shuttle.
2: And you just expect me to go about my work?
1: Yeah. And just,
2: like, push buttons on my console?
1: Well, things happen, and, you know, it's a dangerous job, but uh, it's we're going to okay. keep going. You
0: have to take over for his job, too. You have to sit in his position, and sometimes the captain will accidentally call you by his name.
2: No. Whoopsie. No, none of this. Undo. Oh.
1: You you can't show emotions.
2: Control Z. This is a tabletop simulator. You can't go
1: back in time.
2: I don't. I. No. No.
1: Oh, it's fine. He's just a piece of equipment. Don't you fucking say that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's the most toys. The most (laughs) The classic
0: Star Trek The Next Generation episode where a traitor fakes Data's death to add him to his collection of rare and unique objects. Mm -hmm. A traitor
2: becomes a traitor.
0: Yeah, (laughs) very true. I love that this episode just gets right to it right away. Like, Data's on a mission transferring some very precious cargo for a, I think, a Starbase outpost that's like, uh, has a contamination issue and this uh, precious material can save it. Mm Mm-hmm. Data gets in the shuttlecraft, is about to leave, and he gets he gets a, a little trap on his on his touchpad, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, well, it, I think they even establish early on that uh, they they note that this is needed for a, a decontamination decanta- of like a rare spot or something like that a rare water disease uh and this is the only cure for it the is heterotium. the only ship that had it and it's the only this much the exact amount that's needed to fix the water problem on well, the planet
2: 81 canisters right more no less
1: <laughs> how convenient but yeah, then then data gets tased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh,
0: woman who we later ner- learn her name is uh, Varia, I believe, and she hands him a thing that says, "You know, sign here." And uh, he he go- he leaves to tip her, yeah. and suddenly he's shocked. They don't do anything to him except they scan him and they read out what he is like made of, right? His components. Very interesting.
1: Yes. Like an alchemist discovering the components of a human. Like, oh, you're just salt yeah, and water, yeah. huh? Uh,
2: <laughs> if I leave a trail of salt and water, no one will come looking for you, I guess. There it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Horrifying. We yeah,
0: don't even see what happens to him because <laughs> the shuttle leaves. And from the perspective of the Enterprise, we see data returning and then boom. Very shocking for the crew.
2: Goes the data. Yeah. Mate.
0: They even
1: had it up on the big screen and everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were all And yet have to immediately move on. Yeah,
0: right? Yeah. I feel that's crazy. Worf was stunned. Worf of all people who sees violence all I the don't.
2: time. How do you move on from that? It's mm. just. Then we meet Fajo on screen Faggio. saying, Oh, did you recover your crew from that explosion that just happened?
1: No. No.
2: Cool. Bye. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no word for his own crew that was gone. Like, not sad at all. Was <laughs> his crew, on crew there?
2: supposedly on the ship?
1: They were supposed to be, weren't they? Or was it just I Data? I think it was, was just Data.
2: data. He even oh. calls him.
0: He's like, was the pilot okay? As if he doesn't know. It was just some oh, near right. fellow, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Near fellow. <laughs> but as we quickly learned, uh, Kivas Fajo, who is the trader that gave them the that medicine or uh, the... Hytridium, has been keeping Data inside
1: a room. We got another escape room episode. (laughs) Oh,
2: but the best escape room episode. First of all, this is... Who had the Collector first? This episode or Marvel? I think Marvel was written way earlier. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But it is the Collector.
1: Essentially, yeah.
2: Although this is only the second living being that... Well, no. The entire crew of the ship is also held hostage in a way by this fajo character who just wants what he wants he's a good debater but he will he uses it for ill means mm.
1: oh i did want to mention too we get a weird angle when uh, picard is dealing with this guy of the view screen and then tiny picard because for some reason they like put the camera on the floor and angled up <laughs> it, it was a weird shot yeah why wouldn't I, you
0: well, usually when you go low, it
1: makes them seem bigger, right? Right. Classic floor shot. <laughs> but it was next to this view screen that was just huge. Yeah. And you saw Fogge's Yeah, because face, it made then... the screen
0: look even bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah very interesting perspective anyway. I, I didn't notice that but now i do recall it now that you say that
1: yeah yeah but this is basically just them going through the prop and puppet department and going what can we put in this room <laughs> well the, yeah. i feel like
0: i don't know if the collector came first or this guy like essentially the menagerie the person being trapped in a menagerie is like some trope we've definitely seen i definitely that's as, the pilot of Star Trek <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah that's true yeah is <laughs> isn't it called the menagerie right yeah, I well, think so. Yeah, oh. I feel like as a dungeon master, I've put my players in him. and as a player, I've been put in a menagerie. So like, mm-hmm. it's definitely happened. this is a story point.
2: Everybody loves a good menagerie. I
0: really love Saul Rubinek, the actor who plays this. He comes in with such a smarm to him that is both yeah. serious and not serious whatsoever. I'm obsessed good.
2: with him. He <laughs> yeah. is yeah, yeah. just so genuine and so excited, and doing these little dances. Uh, he's so physical in his the way he tells the story. Man. It
1: would give my me like acting goosebumps the way that he would switch from like uh making himself cry and being emotional <laughs> like you get that he's doing it as the character bit to try to get an a emo- uh, re- reaction from Data but like <laughs> To be able to just do stuff like that, it's great.
0: He's so talented. <laughs> and he's constantly doing it. He never really stops. I remember when yeah. uh, his assistant tells him about a message that they, the tr- other trader can't get an answer quickly. He's like, why don't they just – oh, that's fine. I'll go talk to him. <laughs> yes. yes yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that moment I too. I know people
1: like that. <laughs>
2: oh man uh, uh another moment i love was he's giving data a little tour of all the artifacts he's collected and oh hey, here's a dolly <laughs> this is a baseball yeah. card that smells yeah. like bubble gum right i preserve the scent yeah
0: he waves <laughs> so off the salvador good. dolly just casually
2: i you know it was probably listed in the script as just a list uh <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah acting choices. great choices so the real question is well okay if data's trapped he's an android he's going to escape right but can't open that door and he and when and? i guess i'll have to make i'll have to make you open the door data says and he approaches fajo and there's a Force field, Surprise magic belt. Surprise magic belt. <laughs>
2: this must be the most expensive door ever built because he uh-huh. says it would take 10 Datas to open it. And Data is the strongest living being in existence. And the fact that he can't open this door.
0: Well, nah. it's because it's a pull, not a push. And it takes 10 <laughs> Datas to realize that.
1: Ah, well, so smart. You much-
2: process so much information so quickly, but... A pull sign gets you every time.
1: This is also very much that like collector attitude of like, it's the best door that I could ever get. Like, <laughs> I have the best walls, the best carpeting. You know, it's like, of course.
2: <laughs> this was great Data dialogue, the writing in this whole episode, as Data is exploring the logical possibilities of... Okay. Well, you want me trapped here, therefore um, I'm going to do everything I can to resist you, and I will be logical, and yeah. I will try and use Varia to my advantage. If I can't get, if I can't manipulate Fajo, to let me free, uh, just crushing it on the data logic.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's funny because we would have seen something like this in the character of Spock. But we see Data use skills that only Data would have in making himself seem like a mannequin. Like no one else or nothing else could do something like that. So he uses his sort of strengths to his advantage to solve the problem in a way
2: yes he stands so perfectly still it was amazing mm-hmm. and that is because Vajo has brought in a fellow collector who has way too many nostrils <laughs> it kind of was gross to me um, and
1: like the thing going through them that's right? what i get it it's like, like a
2: piercing oof, oof. but that's just yeah. too large and too many He might nostrils. need them yeah. to
0: breathe the atmosphere y'all like it could Look, it's he's not a,
2: it's not a it. real alien. It's costume right. and makeup. How many nostrils
0: is like too many nostrils.
1: Any of uh, uh, you you know? seven. Two, three, four, seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. Okay. seven. Seven. There's the a limit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and what is a brilliant move of like, right before that scene, Faja walks out and says, I have a guest for dinner and I expect you to be as entertaining to him as you've been to me. Okay, great. Mm. You're giving me exactly what you want. And so I know exactly what not to give you
1: protest through
0: inaction great moment I mean if I were Fajo I'd like try to show that off I'd be like look he's resisting isn't it adorable I mean, I love uh, love Data's, like, as you mentioned, Becca, he has to go through the logic, right? So he tries passive resistance, which is what a lot of nonviolent people do. And he won't even change out of his uniform or sit in the chair as uh, Fajo wants, right? But Fajo always has a trick up his sleeve. And after he finds out that Data won't kill except in self-defense, Fajo throws
1: acid on him. Oh, it's not acid. It's like 100 mecha Blords (laughs) of Mugger Paper. There you go. <laughs> I stand corrected. That's Thank exactly you, what Zander. it was. Yeah.
2: It won't harm your skin, but it will dissolve your clothing. Right. What a creeper. Yeah. Do you bring that to the bar? Such a creeper. Stop.
1: You know he
0: I does. I just love that there's little <laughs> twists within each moment of that, right? Because you, th- Data thinks that Fajo's attacking him, but then Data's like, don't worry, I can't be harmed. You won't get your way. I won't yeah. defend myself. He's like, oh, I don't want you to be harmed. I just want to burn your clothing off. So you have no choice.
1: And if you think you're gonna show up naked, <laughs> I want that too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because oh that's boy. where the next step I know. would go of well, like the interaction. If I'm not gonna put anything, didn't on. he mention
0: something about like your Starfleet regulations won't allow you to go nude or something like that?
1: Well, yeah. he's like, you have to make a choice on what you want to do then, because I would like it right. either way. <laughs> so I I'm assume you punished. have no
2: modesty, but following decorum is very important to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, there was a section just before we leave here. Once when Data is alone, he's like examining some of these things. He goes over to like the puppet creature that's like the last of its kind or whatever. Bop, bop, and bop, bop, and bop. I wrote down the time code at twenty six sixteen. It says it goes like lulu lulu lulu, and I'm like, I swear that's someone's scratch vocals. Like, there's no way that was, was how it was so supposed weird. to sound. Yeah. Like that seems like filler vocals that they were like, this is where the sound effect goes, and they just never put it in. Oh, wait, no. I want. Wait,
2: what's the time? Entirely code? possible.
1: So it's at nineteen
2: thirty. Lulu, yeah, it's not him. <laughs>
0: well,
1: well it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the that? creature, right? But it sounds like just some audio engineer that's like, I'm gonna put filler sound here what for now. What's going on? It almost looked like Data's mouth is moving, but it's not. There
2: you go. Nineteen twenty-two. Lulu.
1: Lu, 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 lu. It's wild.
0: <laughs> I
1: I I was like, what was that?
0: <laughs> Memory Alpha does not mention lu, 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 lu.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, before before we get back to more shenanigans with data trying to escape and uh, different ways to do that, Wesley and Jordy go into his quarters and we Aww. get to relive his court case. Um, defining his sentience and Mm -hmm. see all of his personal belongings that we saw then like the hologram of Tasha and Mm -hmm. his medals of Starfleet's highest honors and then there's a book uh, uh, of Shakespeare that is going to be returned to Captain
1: Picard and we see like just how sparse Data's quarters really are as they because we sort of see we've cut to them before but seeing them walk around in it especially seeing other people's quarters you get a sense of there's no bed really like there's just a <laughs> lot of space a painting and a desk.
2: <laughs> a really cool painting. Blue yeah. swirls into the abyss. It's not good place. enough.
1: Put it under a sheet.
2: Yeah well it's not ready. You gotta unveil ready. it. <laughs> Can not have people making judgments before you're Fair finished.
0: Point. Uh that's just true. an update on the lulu lulu thing. I'm pretty sure it's Brent Spiner making that noise. I'm pretty sure he's trying to be like nice to the oh, animal. Like I think really? so. I think okay. that's what that is. That's still unexplained and a weird it's so noise weird. And, a and just not acknowledged so it's super strange.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: going to start doing that Hoshi now. So weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the secret.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, another dramatic twist of events happens when Data's trying to resist sitting down and... uh, In the chair, specifically. in the chair. Thank you. And Fajo... Oh, oh,
2: wait. You're about to talk about uh, the woman... I've already said her name and I I lost it. Uh, Varia. He makes an attempt to sway her to his side first. Yeah. uh, which is. Oh, okay. I see. I see you. Is this part of your programming to sort of Mm -hmm. seek out the vulnerabilities in your enemy? He's like, are you my enemy? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's very good. How that ends too is like she has, or he has you now. And as she leaves, he's like, it seems he has us both.
1: Uh
2: And Mm. we know something will happen. She will snap. There's also, it's not
0: explicitly
1: said. (laughs) We can see it from a mile away. Of course.
2: (laughs) She she hates Fajo. Uh, It seems that he did something to her face. I mean, she has very Mm. interesting makeup. It kind of looks like a burn. And Mm. she references the punishment for subordination and touches her chin.
1: Yes, and we see we've seen his penchant for not acid, but you can assume that maybe something similar happened where it does affect the skin. Mm-hmm. Right. What a monster. Yes.
0: Absolutely, and
1: him, not her. He <laughs> shows it
0: by when Data was refusing to sit okay. down in the seat. Okay. Uh, he threatens, or he brings out a disruptor. Right. One of the
1: rarest weapons yes. in the universe, because. It's this specific type of disruptor because like the Klingon Empire and the Romulans, all of the quote unquote like bad guys use disruptors because they're so deadly, but this specific one will kill you from the inside out. Whoa. Real bummer. Slowly, yeah.
2: Oh, uh, if you yeah. show it in act one though. It's a ver- yeah, T it Disruptor.
1: Yeah, that's the, the type. Oh, uh, if only this were original series, we could have Chekhov's disruptor. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but
2: why can't we hear?
1: We can. We, it's we just can. there was a character name check off. <laughs> <in this. laughs>
2: Thank you. I get it. Yeah. I understand. I'm with you now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep.
0: Data says, I don't feel pain. So you're, you're just threatening your own, you know, I guess acquisition. And he says, oh, yes, that's a good point. Uh, come in, please. And Varya comes yeah. in and we see what's about to happen. And we don't get a lot of back and forth. We wisely get this scene culminating in Data. We turn to Data and he's already seated down before.
1: I love that choice. Yeah, well, because we can assume that Data can uh, has analyzed the situation and knows that he's going to pull the trigger. I feel like so. that
2: isn't always – not. it's not the decision that all the directors of these episodes would make. They'd yes. take a long time of like Data giving a look, Data walking slowly, Data sitting down the chair. And then it just cuts to him and he's just – Stoically sitting in the chair. Good, so you did good. it. Yeah, a really nice choice there. And it did kind of yeah. give me this feeling of like puppy dog got in his bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, familiar oh, she in bed. owner. In bed. Yeah. yeah, that look that look he gives me. <laughs> Who's the fajo in your relationship? I oh, know. Well that's the I thing. I agree with her. you, Becca, is like they d- yeah. they they're accelerating their um their conflict right as opposed to always making us go through the rigmarole of data learning his lesson it's like data's adapting to his environment
1: yeah i think this episode does a couple of things that are rewarding to the audience they uh, like like you have mentioned becca the audience is pandered to a lot of the time because they think they have to be heavy-handed with the lessons or whatever they're trying to say the moral of the story with this one, not only do they like give the audience credit to follow along with the nuanced story, but also they reward them for following along. Because remember, this was aired... Uh, and, and it was I think in syndication at this point, but it rewards you for knowing who Tasha Yar is from season one when you would only know that if you had seen the, the uh, Reruns or whatever or been following from the beginning
2: right not a thing that was done And you're talking about the scene where Worf and Troy are in the turbo lift and Troy's like So this is the second friend whose exactly. position you've taken You need to talk buddy
1: yeah um, this whole the all of the the episode there were little nods to the audience of like we see you we know you're paying attention here is the reward and some good acting yeah which uh, is right? so, so common, common in
2: shows it now it but me. so uncommon then
0: well importantly yeah. too it's the dichotomy of these two plots right so the when we're with kibas we're talking about how data is an object but data's talking about mm-hmm. how he's not an object and then when we're on the enterprise it's yeah. all about the like the life of this person right and how we remember yes. them and the loss that we felt and there's so many good emotional moments when picard accidentally called data f- to scan for the sensors or whatever i was like oh, that's yeah. a good that's a really oh. good choice and there's just a brief silence yeah. and a pause and an apology and then they try to move on but
2: ugh, breaks my heart i mean i know yeah. he's not I know, right? dead, right he's but... not even dead and we're already sad what
0: <laughs> so
2: uh, underlying throughout these scenes is woven in Jordy not understanding uh, this cargo yeah. ship blew up, but it didn't make sense. There wasn't a reason why they they have debris, they have Data's components in that debris, but they don't have any answer of why this this little freighter just exploded. Except that this substance that they needed to transfer from planet to planet to fix the water supply is highly volatile, explosive. Volatile. Yeah, yeah, volatile.
1: Yeah, and you can uh, imagine that this would be how Jordy would respond to losing Data, just really like sort of a spiral, and but still getting back to work and having to deal with that. Um, but it, it's not until his subconscious wakes him up in his sleep that he's like, oh, there's a procedure that maybe could lead to Data wasn't on there.
2: Yeah, Data always does everything 100% by the book procedurally, and that's how he finally figures it out, but... He didn't even need to figure it out because uh, they figured out when they went to the planet uh, that there was a problem. And also, Data is figuring out his own escape. So there's three ways that Data could have been saved in this situation, instead of just the happenstance of Geordi overthinking and overanalyzing. Which when he speaks to Picard and Riker in Picard's ready room, Geordi says, hey, I think there's something weird this wasn't right it there's no reason why it blew up and they they think it's their place to talk him down yeah. and to say your friend is like, gone oh, it's my grieving
1: friend right, yeah right.
2: yeah yeah it feels like one yeah, of those it's phases a, it's
1: of grief dealing with a lot of different emotional levels
2: but he didn't quit He didn't quit on his good data.
1: (laughs) I was a little confused
0: on, I was really confused on the plot point for how, when they got to the planet, what they discovered. So if I understand it from what I, what I gleaned is that the, the solution that they got to deliver to the planet worked too quickly, almost as if the contamination was recent and therefore like done by someone as opposed to a long-standing problem or something right
1: yes so uh that is exactly what it was alluded to earlier on that this was the trap that was set all to get data in the first mm-hmm. place so they had i think it was like a crystal or something that they had placed in this water supply to create the problem try cyanate got... <laughs> that's what it was and once it got bad enough, they would have to just put the like antidote. Hydritium. <laughs> <laughs> onto their ship, hang around for the planet a few days while it gets bad, and they call for distress signal, Can you know the Enterprise is coming by. You know so the Enterprise
0: is in the neighborhood. You
1: know it. Of course. Uh, so they co- they come by and they deliver the thing, but what they didn't account for was Worf being at Data Station because Worf was the one that actually noticed, oh, this chemical reaction is happening faster than it actually should. Right. My gut says that there's something wrong it's here. It's so
0: funny, that was such a data line, and I noticed it, too. I was like that's something data should say right he's taking data's role right now
1: yeah yeah so i thought that was a really cool Mm -hmm. little nod to give to to wharf too that he is a capable starfleet (laughs) officer that was the best candidate to replace Data.
2: Love this. There's a lot of crossover between departments that don't right. seem overlapping. But, hey, good yeah. officer is a good officer.
1: Well, and when you only cast so many people, they're <laughs> yeah. uh, But we do need to talk about
2: the planet. Uh, it, the Blue Cave was strangely reminiscent of Risa and that, like, no. uh, um, lost ark looking no. set that, w- that looks like tiers of bleachers different blue. It was painted Becca. blue this yes. time.
1: They're different planets. Because this one's blue. <laughs> yes. yeah. As someone yeah. who's, who's I did filmed like this. 13
0: different sets in your living room this past year, I think you understand.
1: <laughs> we, don't, we don't pretend to be yeah. anything that we're not here.
0: Did you guys notice in that cave scene all the actors are yelling?
1: Yes because there was a water feature (laughs) actually it doesn't come through in the
0: final sound mix because whoever makes the sound correctly kind of made it very quiet but on the sound stage i think they had to yell to feel like it could be heard i don't know what the issue was there
1: yeah right 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 well we also see like the costumes i thought f- stood out very well against this background and we saw like the red blue and yellow uniforms and I- it was a-, a really good what shot. did you think
0: of data in purple like i we always are worried about data in different <gasps> colors because it really contrasted with his makeup but i think this one worked i think it was the
1: only direction that could have gone yeah yeah <laughs> the opposite i was calling it a
2: lavender purple. yeah and boy, can he rock an empire-waisted culottes.
1: <laughs> yeah, what a weird jumpsuit.
2: Ugh, he really <laughs> nailed it, though. I mean, yeah. wow. Man's, man's got a bod.
1: Uh, <laughs> also, it's, yeah, uh, it's it's weird how much just the comm badge adds to the uniform, and when it's not there, how much is missing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that small piece of metal.
2: That's a really good point. It did feel weird. Like this is not. Hold on, something's off. Yeah. This is not
1: yeah, the data you yeah, yeah, got the badges. So because iconic. it's such a simple uniform, yeah.
2: Uh, they should have given him a little like cardboard one, so he didn't. So he could, <laughs> you know, be in the collection as the android Starfleet officer. But you know, yeah. the other outfit was great too. Um, and to go back to what they do when they find that something was up, it very much seems planted, this problem on the planet. Mm-hmm. They go to the conference room and they Google Kaivas Fajo, it says, collector of ra- <laughs> rare and valuable objects. Yep. Huh, Picard I wonder stands. what wanted. <laughs> that is now missing that was one of a kind. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's enough, computer. They're pretty quick on the draw once that puzzle piece right. is there.
2: Yeah, and I love that, I love that like, they are not taking any extra time to figure it out as soon as the clues are there, They get it. You know, um, let the characters be smart.
0: Right, right. So back on uh, Fajo's world, Varya has decided to, you know, assist Data in getting out because I think she was traumatized by almost getting disrupted
1: by him, probably. Yeah, with no hesitation. Plus, it seems like he's her best chance of escaping.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because what else is he going to do? She, like, Fajo's thought of everything, but yeah. he hasn't thought of an insider betraying him, yeah. right? So Fajo's asleep. Right. Uh, Varya comes in and says, let's get a shuttle out of here.
1: Well, she, see- she barges in on Data attempting to hack into the safe, which has that disruptor. Oh, yes. And she's like... <laughs> I know the code, beep, beep, boop. <laughs> I'm surprised
2: that he couldn't hear from the beeps and the boops and determine the order in which this code was pressed, yeah. even though Fajo made a point of like, ah, now I'm I'll cover, cover my hand. Yeah. But there's only one button on each vertical Yeah. or, or each horizontal, um, so I feel like Data could... Discern. But there's
1: also we don't know how these screens work and the touch like it could I be feel like that was keyboard, a Saul you neck know, move
0: to just ha- cover it with his hand yeah. like it's an ATM. That's I thought yeah. that was a brilliant. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the details, the details mm-hmm. of this man.
0: Fun fact: My mother still will, in the grocery store, cover up the pad.
1: Oh yeah. When putting in her debit card, and I, I, tried, I tried, I try to get in. There.
2: You always should. Yeah. You always should.
1: Get, let me see. Let me get in there. Get get the number. <laughs>
2: Cause I know I'll stand behind people and then watch them put their pen in and then punch their lights out and take their card, but I sure. need to have watched them put the pen in first.
0: Yeah, that's, that's my scam. Release this video now because it's evidence.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never catch me. I collect (laughs) them all in a room and I put them in frames.
1: One of a kind.
0: I'm so perplexed by this and totally did not notice it. It's so strange. Yeah. But if that's the explanation, is that he's trying to be sweet to an animal. I love that choice.
1: I thought
2: the choice was that this animal, that's how the animal speaks. Um, Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Yeah, but but then later in the post-production, someone gave the animal a different sound. Yeah. So whatever Brent made up didn't make any sense. Maybe.
0: That's possible. (laughs) When
2: he was like, well, if I make this noise it's canon and then they can give it to the animal <laughs> later
1: that would be yeah. something
0: you would think of becca as like well if i make the yeah. noise it's canon so they're gonna have to deal right. with it what are they gonna do
1: <laughs>
2: are you making a reference to things that i make you do in edits that you don't have a choice and you have to figure out
0: are you making a reference to our working relationship for the past four years yes <laughs>
1: Uh, My point here—he's got to
2: put something there.
1: (laughs) You got to be careful with that relationship because we find out that Data's okay with murder if it goes too far. well, murder, right? So, okay,
0: so let's let's get there. Um, Varya helps Data escape. They start to uh, prepare a shuttlecraft, but the alarm goes off as she expected because she knew she knew that would happen. She warned him, and two of um. His security guards come in, and Data handles them quite handily. They don't have magic belts. <laughs> <laughs> Love. No, those guys get tossed. Great Love stuff. a yeah. Data
2: super strength show in any capacity. Yeah. Give me him throwing
1: people across the room. Love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, then when Data's trying to start the shuttlecraft...
1: Oh, just a quick point of order, because I feel it's my duty to bring this up, because he's throwing people. Remember when he got stuck in a finger trap? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue. Uh, Data is very strong. Yeah, but that
2: was a super space... Finger yeah, trap, yeah, you yeah. can't was rip it a in cli- half.
1: Was it
0: a Klingon finger trap or something? No, I okay. think it was just, just a, a regular trap. ass earth human <laughs> earth finger, trap. finger trap. Earth carnival
2: finger trap.
0: Anyway. Uh, well, uh, Kivas Fajo walks in and uh, points a disruptor at uh, Varya, who's dropped hers in the battle with, when Data was defending her.
2: Hold on, it's a showdown. There's one gun between us. I'm gonna flop to the ground, but not (laughs) jump enough, even though my life depends on it, not jump enough forward or like slide into it that I could put my hand on it. I'll just flop down and then reach,
1: realize it's out of reach, die. (laughs) You can tell that that was, like, take 74 of this flop, and they were like, we'll use that one. You can also (laughs) tell
0: they just don't have enough distance from where they shot her to where the gun was for her to go any further, really. She has to be far away enough from it, but she has to be near where she's standing, so it's like, flop. It's
1: as good as they got. Yeah. yeah, it didn't look. Good. You
2: know, they really didn't need the flop at all. Like, no,
1: they didn't. Th- there's
2: a gun pointed at her. Her gun's on the floor in front of her. She can't go for I it. I feel
0: like story-wise, they wanted to show that she was willing to kill him to get out too. Like, she yeah, wanted to defend. Yeah, that herself. that was
1: the stake. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Well, uh, he points a gun at her and he or the, the disruptor. Sorry, the, the disruptor and the gun. Yeah, and he considers sparing her for a second, right? Or at least fakes it. He almost learned a
1: lesson. Yeah, I, mean, I think that was all the fake out because he was flip flopping that whole time. Yeah, the whole and episode so just, he's been flip flopping. So it needed to establish that he was as cold blooded and a terrible, irredeemable person as he seems like it is Yeah, but
2: for us to notice that, we had to see that the possibility was there for him to not do it, and he thought yep. several long beats about it, and he said, "No, and then I am still, this guy." Still did it.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: this is me. This is me. <laughs>
0: And then disintegrated her from the inside out. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh,
2: horrible screams. Yeah.
0: Data immediately runs out. But fun as an actor, I bet. <laughs> it's
1: always fun to do death <laughs> scenes. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: of course. Now, why did Data not continue to steal the shuttlecraft here? And why did our boy Fajo turn and walk away slowly, like thinking Data's contained now? Because he's not.
1: I Well, I have an answer for that. Uh, she said that she was going to activate the launch sequence and then got interrupted, and then the we saw the security guard cancel the launch sequence. So Data would have to go over to that desk, open the shuttle bay, then get in the shuttle, and then leave. So at this point, it's basically like... It's like thinking in that 4D chess of like, okay, if you do this, I'll shoot you. You know what I mean? Uh So they just go along with it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. From a plot standpoint, they need him to go back outside to confront it rather than just getting away, which is why she was. (laughs) Well, I mean, but but it's important for the story, too. It makes sense. And then so Data picks up the disruptor. And after seeing Kill what he's done, this right? Fucker. Right? Yeah, we all, yeah. all kind of want him to, but we all know about Data's logic, and we've explored it already in this episode.
1: Well, this guy's got a lot of faith in that Asimov logic that he thinks is implanted into Data's brain. But well, that's the thing; was like, he understands, like, yeah, Asimovian
0: logic is a great uh, example. So, actually, <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that. So means So Isaac Asimov was the science fiction writer, yeah, and rules he, of yeah he formalized <laughs> the rules of Lobot. Well, formalized them. He made them up because <laughs> because robots yeah, aren't yeah. real. I created yet. the right, rules so, of robotics yeah, which is, uh,
1: of like, you cannot harm a human is the first one. And then the second one is like, you must serve humans. Yeah. And like, and you can't alter whatever. your
0: programming is something in there. I don't, I think it yeah. varies from story to story, but it's generalized. Like
1: it's supposed to be the, the safest way
0: to design a robot. So it won't uh, rebel against you society. Right. So if AI does exactly. become a thing,
1: just like the 10
2: commandments, exactly right, like the Ten of commandments. robotness,
1: a hundred percent, huh?
2: Well, we get a big showdown, epic monologue of, yeah, you won't kill me. You know. You could murder me right here and all your problems will be solved. But Data did say to him earlier in this episode, I have respect for all living things, but I am programmed with the ability to kill if my life is threatened.
1: Yep, he said it. I done gonna do it, and gonna importantly
0: do it. other people's lives were threatened right because Saul Rubin yes. or Saul Rubin
1: Kivas Kevas Fage you just know Ruben. is killing yeah. people and
0: did even says you can't be allowed to continue doing this yeah
1: because he threatens the other security yes. guard he's like oh if you don't go back in i'm gonna kill the security guard too or he even says like maybe this guy and the guy's like oh not me <laughs> and runs away
2: and David says somewhere to go i'm gonna disrupt your plans motherfucker <laughs> click beam disruptor goes off in the beam
1: yes and o'brien's like that's weird. This little alarm's going off here. Do we want to allow him back in and have the gun go off? No? Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, we right? can just disable it while it's in transport. And be- good thing Obviously. because Data is pointing it at Riker when he materializes on the Enterprise. <laughs> and immediately is like, whoop.
2: <laughs> and such an intense moment and in look that Data gives to Riker when Riker says, hey, buddy, what happened with that weapon going off? Mm-hmm. Must have been something with the transporter. So mm-hmm. it, it it was is, almost a lie. Did, I think it, it was, was
1: a lie. Data's first moral fib.
2: Yeah, Which, he said it may have been. So and interesting. it may have, but it was not.
1: There are a lot of implications. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like
0: that it didn't get answered, and I'm also kind of like, oh, I, oh, I wanted to, I want to know what he thought, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no but i thought it was a good coy way to do it and it was you could tell the actors were having absolutely fun and the writers were mm-hmm. having fun with it uh oh, we yeah we
0: arrest fajo and he is in the security containment unit on the enterprise and data confronts him once again and their roles have been reversed
1: who's the prisoner now right
2: he threatens i'll get you back uh it, it's gonna switch uh, i've been low before and data really crushes his soul when he says all of your stolen artifacts have been returned to their rightful owners.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: But he says it with no malice or sense of vengeance, right? Importantly, because Faja says, "Well, yes. it must make you feel good." It must
2: give you pleasure, right? He says, I, yeah, I, I
0: feel
1: no pleasure. He doesn't even get that.
2: No, not sir, that it does not. I do not feel pleasure. I am only an android. Zing! Yep, gotcha, and he
0: motherfucker. Says it in that way. Well, it also yeah. reflects that Fajo just doesn't get it. Still, he, he, he treats nope. everything as as an object you know even his own personnel
1: mm-hmm. exactly even his friends mm. yeah
2: well this is really a story of uh rich guys have no soul i guess because <laughs> yeah. he 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 told a lie story about how he grew up in poverty on the streets and that's why he was a hard With ass and t- then he was t- like and nope and i'm already lying and uh, i was super backtracked. rich actually my dad my gosh. father didn't love <laughs> me yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: whoops <laughs> uh, so so good, good.
2: Great episode. Great. Yeah, yeah, Saul Rubinek, Love yeah. it. Now I got to go watch everything he's ever done because he's amazing. Yeah, great
0: character actor from the 80s and 90s. Lots of other stuff. But yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Again, kind of like the last episode with old Barkley. I was worried that this wouldn't one this one wouldn't hold up because I remember kind of not really loving his charm as a kid. But I, I didn't get it. I didn't know who Salvador Dali was when I was 11. Right. Like, I didn't yeah, get halfway through what right. this guy was doing. I just thought he was an annoying villain. But this was so much mm-hmm. more entertaining yeah. as an adult for sure
2: because he was so nuanced Uh, to play just in so evil of a character but to have so much fun playing it that we enjoy this and it's so dimensional even though he's just pure evil was Mm. a blast
0: that's a really good point he is the epitome of cruelty and we've only really seen that Mm. in like Romulans which we expect that from them right
1: exactly well not only that it speaks to them as actors where a lot of these scenes were just Brent Spiner and and Uh, this actor too bouncing Mm -hmm. off of each other and that's tough to do for a full TV episode.
2: Yeah, when he first wakes up in the room that scene goes on for a rather long time and I feel like maybe it wasn't supposed to last that long on paper Mm. but they were like we just love these people's chemistry (laughs) we love these people are so good just let them keep going like put the whole scene in don't cut it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) next week we have another episode I don't remember if it's great (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) but next week we have an
0: episode that features uh, an old friend because it's Sarek violent emotions sweep aboard the Enterprise when Ambassador Sarek comes aboard to finish a long diplomatic mission now I say old friend but I'm gonna let you know who this person is Becca because I don't think you know Sarek Sarek is Spock's father (gasps) Learn more about that next I
2: year. googled <laughs> yeah, I know Well I guess we should say the thing that we always say when we end it <laughs> <laughs>